I will be 39 years old in seven days. That is 147 days older than my mom was when she passed away. Actually, 147 days younger. I'm used to making people laugh. This is a little weird being vulnerable and not requesting laughs from you guys, so you'll have to bear with me. I'm going to make this a little shorter. Here we go. Now you can see me. I was 15 when she passed away. Uh, She was 40 years old. 40's been creeping on me for the last year. 39, 39, 39. My last 30s. My last 30s. But I don't feel any different. I still feel 15. I just have more student loan debt. And I'm (laughs) I'm a little wittier. And I'm more confident in my own skin. A lot has happened since I lost my mom when I was 15. A lot has happened. Umpteen boyfriends. It seems like a million yesteryears ago that she died. I know that I have a lot from her. I know that I get addiction from her. She died of an overdose that I lied about until I was 25. I told everybody she died of a heart attack, when in reality, she died of an overdose of Valium and Somas. I never thought I would stand in front of a group of people and tell them that my mom died of an overdose. How shameful is that? My mom was a part of a group of people that were born in the 50s where mental illness was an issue. It was there, but it wasn't taken seriously. She had a chemical imbalance. My mom got 150 Valium and 75 Somas at the beginning of every month my whole entire life. Guess how I counted, learned to count by twos? Two, four, six, eight, because she would count them when she picked them up from the pharmacy to make sure the pharmacist didn't keep any. You guys had that mom too? So many women were the, and men, were the product of sexual abuse, uh, mental illness, and they were just given drugs. So my whole life, my mom didn't do anything that she was capable of. She wrote my first stand-up comedy set for me in the third grade when I was eight years old. I did three minutes. I'm fighting the punchline that I usually say on stage right now. It's still the three best minutes of dick jokes I have. I can't help it. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I get addiction from her. I have frog belly green eyes that every guy I date says they're blue. No, they're green. That's one of the only things I had. She didn't have enough social security credits for me to even get money. My dad enabled her. And this was a product of so many people that were born in the 50s or even in the 60s. And what they lent to us, their children that were born in the 70s, was bad money management and horrible organizational skills and ADHD. So what do we become? We become stand-up comics. I worked for the third largest bank in the world for 10 years. I thought that I was going to be in corporate America forever, but I struggled to be there every day. I forced myself all the way through my 20s. I went all the way through my 20s forcing myself to do a job I hated because I was raised poor and I refused to be poor as an adult until I realized that money wasn't going to make me happy. I do miss the money. (laughs) At 30... I broke up with a guy that I thought I was going to marry. I got laid off from a company that I thought I was going to work with until I retired. And finally, I was like, you know what? I have shit to say. I have stuff to say. So I went to an open mic, and I started telling jokes. And that's where my confidence came from. 
Everybody asks, how are your 30s? My 30s are fucking rad. My life gets better the older I get. And I hated when women in their 20s would say that. I'm like, your boobs are droopy and you're kind of fatter and like you're getting shit. I'm getting gray. Like, and I don't like, I'm the product of addiction and abuse. And now I'm living my dream. I might not have the best car in the world and I might not have the best credit score. Um, but I am standing in front of people and I'm educating them on that it's okay to be the product of addiction. And the older you get, being more confident in who you are, but actually going out the older you get and doing what fucking makes you happy. Just do it. Get off your couch. Quit using the excuses of where you came from or why it doesn't work or that you're not thin enough this summer or you're afraid what people are going to think. Whatever fucking makes you happy, do it. Go do it. Just try it once. One step and the next gets you where you're going, I promise. So I'm, everybody asks me, aren't you dreading 40? Aren't you dreading turning the age that your mom was when she died? No, I'm not. Because there's a lot of things I am that my mom was. I'm witty. I'm an addict. I'm a little crazy, but I'm alive, and my mom's not. I'm 40. I'm going to be fucking happy. This year is my year. 39 is going to be awesome. I'm going to go out on a bang. I'm going to embrace my gray hair. I will probably cover them. Um, <laughs> thank you, right? Like, it's, it's, I'm not platinum blonde anymore, so, I mean, I'm getting in there. I'm not going to put up with guys' bullshit anymore. I've learned that when you break up with a guy, take your shit with you. You will miss your air conditioners and your $2,000 worth of grow equipment, he said, was a good investment. <laughs> you will never go down on a guy and not have him go down on you. I will lift my friends up and not be competitive of them. I will remember that competition is, in stand-up comedy, we're our own band. So it's easy to be jealous and spiteful of each other. But other It's a cheesy saying, but other people's accomplishments aren't your failures. There's a million opportunities. You just have to get off your ass and do it. And that's what I've learned the older I get, is just forcing myself to do stuff that I never thought I could do. So I'm excited for my 40s. I think that I'm getting prettier the older I get. My sex drive is great. Like, I'm, I'm really excited. My comedy is doing better. So I just, I just want people to care about themselves. Just love who you are. Figure it out. We're not perfect. Sport your chub. Embrace your no boobs. Whatever you have. Like, I don't know. I thought out all these things that I wanted to say, and you get up here and you look at all of you guys and you're like, well, shit, I don't have punchlines for this. <laughs> I don't have kids, um, and I'm okay with that. I think that we're enough, we have enough people. We have enough people. We don't need any more people, probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to say that. And there's a lot of kids out there that, you know, need homes, and dogs, too, and kitties. Um, <laughs> I've done a lot of things. I worked at a bank. I, my side job now, do you want to know what my side job is? At 38 years old, I have five roommates because Portland is so expensive and I'm living my dream doing stand-up. I just opened for Jeff Ross and David Tell. If you don't know who that is, poof, in front of 2,600 2, people. Like these are things that are happening, but I'm making sacrifices. And sometimes I feel like a failure because I'm in my late 30s and I have roommates and I'm writing porn reviews for a side gig to pay my rent right now, you guys. <laughs> Yeah.
that was a Bumble date that went well. <laughs> After I saw his penis and many different hands and mouths, I said, can we be friends? Um, I wrote reviews on it. I'm sorry to offend anybody. But, you know, after 72 girls on a thumb drive, you're like, oh, this is like an episode of Black Mirror. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I have a business degree, and I'm writing porn and telling jokes for a living, you guys. If I can do this, you guys can figure it out. I'm just saying. Let's all get old together. Let's have fun. Let's embrace each other. Let's just not be so fucking angry. I don't know how I want to end this. I had some ideas how I wanted to end this, but they're all punchlines, and I'm not supposed to do punchlines. So, <laughs> do it, do it. It's funny, I perform here many times, and it's always doing comedy. I would say that if I could, if she's a big topic right now, and I didn't want to make this all about my mom, but whew, I've lived longer with her, without her than I did with her. Um, if I could talk to her today, I would say thank you for my wit, Thank you for putting me on stage that first time when I said that I wanted to sing and dance on the talent show in the third grade. And she said, you can't do either of those and you're never going to be a supermodel. You're fat this way, not, you're fat this way, not this way. And I still think about that every time I walk by a mirror. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't have that, mom? It's, it's fine. You did? Yeah. But I want to thank her for those things because it just made me super self-aware. Sometimes it's been a disability but mostly it's made me fucking strong. I'm like super strong. And I think right now women really have to stick together. Like we're, we're in a weird spot right now, you guys. So it's really important for us to not be mean to each other, to support each other, to find jobs for each other, to find homes for each other. And I guess that's all I can say is the older I get, the more I want to do. I want to do good, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. This didn't go as well as I wanted it to. I'm Amanda. Woo!